On this episode of the Printmakers Podcast, I interview Hannah Peacock. She's a printmaker from Cincinnati, Ohio, and I asked her questions about her process, how she got involved with printmaking, and what she has going on. So thanks for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and let's get into the episode. Hey, my name is Stephen Wiggins, and this is uh, Printmakers Podcast, and I'm here with Hannah Peacock, and she's our guest for today, and she's a lino cut printer, and we're just going to talk to her about printmaking, because this is a printmaking podcast, and so uh, that's going to be kind of fun, and uh, we're just going to kind of go through some easy, casual, this is a professional, kind of like, we're not building millions of dollars in Patreon subscriptions, just having fun talking about printmaking. Uh, so, um, yeah, I guess we'll just uh, go ahead and jump into it. So, Hannah, um, what's your bio? Kind of like, where are you from? Uh, have you studied printmaking in school? Uh, where did you come from? Kind of like, you know, those kind of, your uh, 411 for all the people that don't know about you out there in uh, podcast printmaking land. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is where I currently reside. Um, I have not taken printmaking in a public setting. Um, I kind of stumbled into it last year. My ex gave me some lino cuts to play around with. Um, sucks. And then, uh, and then I stopped, and I actually recently just got back into it in July, so I really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Really? You say but you don't? I'm. For those of you I'm who don't know, a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, so since July, I think I've made over forty different lineup cuts, um, and I've gotten a really good response from them. Right. Yeah, because they're legit. Like, they're really good stuff. Like forty since July. I can't. Well, I I think it's around that. Some somewhere. That's like um, prolific. That's, like, super prolific. Well, I spend a lot of time on it. Um, <laughs> of course. I've drawn my whole life, so it, it kind of relates. Um, and then I do a lot of pyrography. Okay. Um, so burning on bones, mostly. Wow. Um, and so I just kind of took my illustration and then worked my brain into flipping it so I'm taking away the negative instead of drawing with positive. Okay. And I'm still learning. I yeah, it's it's I think it's a lot of fun because I don't really know what I'm doing. Right, right. Therefore I I can do whatever I want. Yeah. If that's that what, makes sense. That's what life's all about. You just have to figure out what makes it work, you know what I mean? Um, it's true. That's awesome. Wow. And so you've had drawing experience and then you get the lino cut blocks. And then okay. you just kind of, you didn't look at any videos on YouTube, you didn't, like, read any books, no classes at all, just kind of cut out what you don't I just, want? I just kind of went for it. Um, wow. I draw a lot of my images from animals. Okay, and okay. And people that I know, and I make those people into animals, because I don't know how to do faces. Nice. See, um, so what's, you make it work for you, you know? Yeah. So I'll take a picture um, of something that I really like, and I'll change <clears throat> the face into whatever animal goes with that person, and then cut out from that, and then ink. 
Wow. And so it's not so. digital. You don't do anything with Photoshop where you kind of scan it in. No, it's just all hand drawn. And hand drawn. You don't go pencil first. And you just put that right on the block. You just trust the I drawing. Do. You'd have full faith in the drawing and just cut it out. That's I legit. Do. That's <laughs> legit. Nice. I mean, you make mistakes. Yeah, of but course. that's you know happy accidents. Like it's uh, true. Bob Ross said, you have to believe what he says. I mean, he's he's famous, you know. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Dang. So you just jumped right in and. You're 40 lino cuts deep um, from Cincinnati, Ohio, where you're repping. Uh, where are you doing your prints at? Like, where are you working out of? So I have a studio at the Essex Studio, which okay. is an old factory that they turned into all these art spaces. So there's anywhere from painters to blacksmiths to jewelers, um, and then a few printmakers. Oh, dang. Um, I work old school. I My press is a wooden Spoon. Dang, yeah. 40 prints with a wooden spoon. <laughs> Shocky ducks. Wow. Um, but yeah, I'm there almost every day. Okay. Um, Grinding, that's what I like. And for many, many hours, I take my dog with me. So nice. she doesn't feel abandoned. Right. And we'll get there anywhere from like 8 to 10 in the morning and then stay anywhere from like 6 to 10 at night. Are so you I serious? Just like... I'm kind of a recluse, <laughs> so I spend a lot of time on those. Why? Um, and that's probably, it's just something that I love to do, so I do it. Yeah, so are you doing the day job kind of Right now studio? I'm not. So I'm it's a full time. My, my go. Oh, wow. That's inspiring. So. so you're grinding, you're putting the hours. Is this like every day, or is this like... What would you estimate it the is. time? Well, like, I do shows, so right. obviously if I'm doing a show. Okay. Dang, where are you showing your work? Where's Do you have anything up now? Um, you know, like art and craft shows. Um, I only have, I have some prints up at a small coffee shop in Ludlow, Kentucky called the Folk School Coffee Parlor. Okay. But right now, that's, that's it. Um, and then I use my Instagram to reach people and get out. Nice. And I sold some stuff from there. And then... Um, I have an Etsy that I don't pay attention to. Yeah, Etsy's like, it's like the one cog on the wheel. It's just like, do you feel like you're overwhelmed by the massiveness of Etsy? You know, I I do. I feel like I'll spend a lot of time and get nothing, and then if I don't pay attention to it, like, people will start ordering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's this all about? It's, it's, a, it's a little demon, I think. I don't know. It's like, it's, because, uh, like, I've... I've been on there, I think I was in a beta for Etsy, but like, I got, I think I might have like 15 sales maybe. That's like, well, it's like two sales a year, so I'm like, this is, I spent money on advertising and it's just like, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I'm like you, I just let it do its thing, I'm just like, hey, I want to make my prints, I don't want to <laughs> tick tap on the computer, you know, that's wild though, I can't believe like, how political prolific you've been in just a short amount of time um do you um can you tell us more about the Essex Studios I didn't I didn't know about it until this guy random guy at the show tipped me off about it he was like hey uh, you should go on Essex they're gonna have their open studio and I just went there I was just kind of like I'm still in shock how many artist studios are in there you know I don't actually know but I want to say 
that there's hundreds. Golly. Um, some studios are huge, and then I have a smaller studio, but my studio is still like 14 by 12, so yeah, it's that's not like a, a tiny, tiny room. That's a pretty nice space for what it is. Um, I, I just, I'd... I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. I don't. I try to get out to more stuff. Um, oh, that's a problem. We're gonna have to get this phone plugged in. Hold on one second. <laughs> we'll edit this out. Um, <laughs> but that's crazy. Like, how'd you, how'd you get hooked up at Essex? Um, I had a friend who had a studio there, and he. I mean, I guess there's studios that open all the time. Right. Um, so I just called Trent up one day, and he showed me two studios the next day, and I signed a lease that day and got the keys. Dang. So you got involved with Essex, and how you've been there since July? I've yeah, I think it was either late June or July. I got a studio at Essex. Okay. Um, and so we do four art walks a year. Okay. Um, to where. Artists are encouraged to open their studios. Not everybody does. Right. Um, and it's normally the first weekend, Friday and Saturday night from 6 to 10. Okay. Um, and just so for... December was our last art walk um, this year. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, the turnout's pretty good. Um, people come. There's food trucks to kind of like get artists known, get the community in some warmth. Yeah, and yeah. Get to walk around and see art, which is always nice. Yeah, that's um, it's legit. Nice to be able to walk into people's studios mm -hmm. and see how different people operate, um, how they do things, and i uh, kind of have you um, have you ever thought about trying to have some work down in Lexington? Uh, I would love to have some work down in Lexington. You should have some work down here because I really like your work and. Um, to be that prolific, I mean, I, I bet you have a huge body of work, and you can just kind of, like, blast it out in far corners of the world. Um, yeah, that's... You gave me that little giraffe print, I think. I was it's like, true. Yeah, I still have it. I was like, dang, that's legit. Nobody makes giraffes anymore. Like, we need more giraffes. This is one animal that's, like, underrepresented. I see a whole lot of narwhals. I'm sick of these narwhals. <laughs> we need more giraffes. And sloths. Sloths get too much love, I feel like. I really oh, like sloths are amazing. I love sloths. I'm glad that they're getting the love they do, but I just I'm I'm pushing for the giraffes. I'm glad you're doing the good giraffe work. And um you've got a lot of your carving sensibility is just really master level. Um what inspires you? Like what just kind of is just I know you said animals and kinda like putting it with the people um is there anything else like have you always lived in cincinnati or there's a surrounding um, i i left cincinnati right from graduating high school and i moved to tucson arizona okay and i went to study the stars and i lived there for about five years and then wow. i moved to portland oregon where i got a degree in environmental science oh legit i used to live in portland for about about two years that's wild why, why Portland? It's, it's a beautiful city. It is. Um, it's where I was born. So oh, okay. I wanted to go back. Right, right. Dang, that's legit. Wow. And um, after 10 years, I moved back to Cincinnati. Wow, okay. That's awesome. Wow. 
I'm flabbergasted. You're legit. Like, that's... I don't meet too many people just out... They're just like, well, I'm going to start carving linos. And then I'll just do 40. <laughs> just all out the get. Like, shucks, man. And no classes. Um, dang. So I guess we're almost about out of time-ish. Um, I don't know. Maybe we might do a part two something uh, later. I don't know. It'd be cool to interview people after a couple months and to find out what they have going on. So um, if you're interested, yeah, we could um, have another podcast um, interview. But, um, wow, I was glad, I'm glad I was able to connect and I was able to talk to you and find out more about your art and where you're from. And Essex Studios, that's legit. Like, do you have, like... Obviously, you're like you're on Instagram. Um, are you just can you just shout out everything, social media, website, um, places people can find you, um, all that kind of your social. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So what's um, so my Instagram handle? I'm finding Peacock. Uh, Peacock's my last name, and. I did Finding Peacock because I do a lot of bone stuff that I did find in the world. Um, okay. So that's my Instagram. Um, it's also my Etsy. Okay. Um, and one day soon, I will have a website. Right. I do not stay. That's okay. I mean, <laughs> you hopefully could, one day soon. I mean, all you need is an Etsy and Instagram and LinkedIn profile. That's it. Um, wow. I'm so glad we're able to connect. Uh, just whim. I just went up to Essex. I went to your studio and then you gave me a. You're like I was like your stuff is good. And you're like I I just use a spoon. I was like where's your press? He's like there it is. Like I was like what? <laughs> That's awesome stuff. Um, yeah, we gotta get you down, Alexis, sometime, somehow. Um, but there's a show coming up in Frankfurt. Um, at the uh, Chancellor Gallery. That's a it's a bank slash gallery, so I mean, people that are trying, they're like, "Well, I, I gotta ask the wife." No, you don't. The bank's right there. The teller's right there. You just get the money and you pay right there. I really think this will be a great place to have a show. So um, you're welcome to be a part of that. Um, wow, yeah, uh, I'll get in contact and we'll get your links out to everybody here on the podcast. I'm gonna try to get it edited, hopefully. Uh, get it up for the end of the year, but um, man, alive! It's been so good to talk to you, and I'm glad you uh stuck it out with all the craziness. Um, I tried to call another number you gave me, and I think there's a FaceTime. I uh, I called the wrong person, I think, because they were like, I don't, I don't. I was like, I don't think that's her. So uh, let me call another <laughs> number. But um. Keep up the good work and just keep carving, which I probably don't need to tell you, but um, you're you're killing it. Um, yeah, and when we put the podcast up, we'll put links to everything, and hopefully um, get you some sales. But um, well, thanks for having me. You're welcome. It was, it was a pleasure. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to be able to talk to you. Um, keep up the awesome line cuts, and I guess I'll uh, talk to you soon. All right. All right. Have a good one. Have a good evening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Bluegrass Printmakers Podcast. 
And make sure you subscribe, like, or and share this podcast wherever you download your podcasts. Also, check us out online at BG Printmakers on social media and bgprintmakers.org on our website. Hope to see you soon. Happy printing.